Bags get tested. Mother approved. I'm the kid, Ruben. I'm the mom, Dawn, and hello, June. It's uh, like the middle of you June. You do that every time. I know. Sorry. Also, I feel like I need to say something. I, you, I mean, you don't have to. That'd be weird. I, I'm probably just going to edit that dead air out, but oh, it is weird that you kidding. sat there for 45 minutes, so whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever shows up. I edited it down from 45 minutes to Mom blankly staring at me. You can hear in the back of me go, Mom, are you okay? And just staring at me. No. With your you mouth didn't. agape like this. Ooh. No, you didn't do any of that. I just sat here for um, 20 seconds acting like a goof. What was the theme this week? No, no, no. Hold on. If you've never listened to the podcast before, Kid Tested Mother Approved is a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given us. And uh, then we pick a movie for each other watch based on that theme. Ah! You finally screwed me up. I gotcha. I mean, I'm sure that I've goofed it up before, but I, I like really screwed that one up. Yeah, but my dancing was really good. I mean, sure, I guess it was good. Yeah, okay, good enough to get you. I off wasn't. Track. I was not even. Th- I was just trying to think of like right. what to say next. Oh. But like in like the okay, so then we have to talk about. I almost said, "What movie did you have to watch?" Like I almost just cut out the rest of the thing right. and went straight into what movie? Did, what What was our theme? Right. Because I was like, "What was our theme? What was our theme?" Our theme was. It's never been nominated. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just make stuff up. I have, I don't I have a funny name for it, and I okay, don't know if ahead. I said this last time. Zero to Hero, because it's zero nominations. But we think it's good? Well, I mean, but it is like, it's a good, This it's kind of shocking that this got no awards at all. Okay. Because I would say that both of these movies are pretty surprisingly got no awards at all. Right. I think so, yeah. Like, oh, Academy Awards. I'm sure like, right. Mr. Blah Blah Blah's closet or whatever like I'm right sure. and we could be wrong maybe there was some funky oscar nod or something for some weird category but, but we did nothing major that we could find yeah um, and that's good and these are both really good films you should go first okay so i have to admit because yes. i was a big pain in your butt for you days. were wrong say it say i was not wrong. yet i'm not yet so i just want to lead it up to people that kind of don't know me or haven't listened too long so i don't like scary movies and you made me watch The Shining yes. by, who is the director? Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick. Is it Kubrick? I don't know. Sta- it doesn't, he's he's not going to listen and tell us he's wrong. I mean, his kids could. Okay, Stanley, or we're wrong. Stanley Kubrick, whatever yeah. his name is. So didn't want to see it, wasn't interested in seeing it. Just, it's so scary. I just, I put it In your it brain. Off. In your brain, we, it yes. was so scary. Yes, in my brain, because I, I literally put it off for days. In fact, one time you were gone, and I texted you. I said, I watched Public Enemies, which is your movie. Sorry, yeah. I just gave it away. Whatever. And But I can't watch The Shining by myself. Yes. And I won't watch The Shining at night. Yes. It was like, it was kind of like, okay, has to be watched no later than 3 p.m. because it'll be too scary. Yes. And I won't be able to sleep. Yes. And then I'll be knocking on your door being a hello. Hello, sweet. Yeah, then to your brother and everybody else. So. Yes. The Shining. Yes. Based on a novel by Stephen King. Yes. Kind of makes me want to read it. Yeah, I bet the, I, well, okay, here's the thing. Stephen King books are notorious, like, like it's apparently pretty different. Oh, and okay. Stephen King was not super thrilled with the movie, which is like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I understand that it's... Right, but also he didn't like, you know what's crazy is he thought that Jack Nicholson was terribly miscast because Jack Nicholson had just come off of One Flew Out of the Cuckoo's Nest, where he kind of plays a... Cuckoo. A cuckoo, no pun intended. Um... And Stephen King didn't like that because that was already in people's brains. So he showed up, and everyone in the audience already knew he's going to go insane. Okay. Had, had it been a different actor who had not maybe yet done that, like I, I was hearing that, like, or I was reading and stuff online, Robin Williams was considered. Huh. This is pre, pre one hour photo Robin Williams, pre right. serious Robin Williams. To see Robin Williams take that role would have been a huge turn in his career much earlier. Absolutely, and then there was a couple other people you said. Yeah, there was a. I mean, it was all over the map. I don't it's know where my phone went, but yeah, I can that's look great. It up. It's, and so, starring Jack Nicholson, which yes. I think was perfectly cast because oh, he did a great job. Yeah, um, Shelley Duvall, who I think was was miscast. I did not care for her. I did not like her performance. I think you're so wrong. Well, the whole running, she doesn't run very She runs well. like a Muppet. She totally, like, there's strings on her hands or something. So, anyway, we're going to get into this. But you know who I think was perfectly cast and who should have deserved an Academy Award nomination? Scatman Crothers. Well, he's great. I love him anyway. 
The little boy. He was amazing. He re- the only thing that really freaked me out the most was that that little boy when Okay, first of all, if you haven't seen this, we're totally going to blow it. So if you have any interest, it came out in, I think, Ruben, did you say 1980? Uh, I think you said 1980. Yes. Uh, really quick. Uh, I just Googled Shining Alternate Cast. Yes. Uh, Robert De Niro, Harrison Ford, and Robin Williams were all considered for the part. Uh, De Niro is too on the nose. I think I think it's expected with De Niro. Right, Harrison Ford, no way. Oh, are you kidding me? I don't. It well, would have changed Harrison Ford. Well, yeah, but I mean, he played. I think in Mosquito Coast, he played a guy who kind of went off the deep end, who was weird, and it did not do well. People did not like to see Harrison Ford that way. <laughs> um, I think. I believe this is. I believe this is 1980. Okay. So here's the thing, though. If it's 1980, yes. this is it. That would have been in the middle of Star Wars. Okay. Because se- 77 Seven. was Star Wars and right. 83 was uh, Return of the Jedi. So I think Empire was 80. It would have been wild to have Han Solo right. and Jack Torrance within the same year. Yeah. I just, I don't think it, it would have, it would have done well. Jack I, Nicholson, I think, was a good, I'm not a big fan of his because I, yeah. but I haven't seen enough. I, I need to he, see more yeah. movies with him in it, I, because every time we were wa- when we were watching it, all I kept thinking of was, wasn't he? Th- I'm having trouble with the microphone again. Wasn't he the original Joker? Yes, 1989. Oh, oh my gosh! Because that's what I kept thinking about. You look like the Joker. So I don't know if anybody can hear this, but our neighbor is selling their house and they're doing so much work. So you might hear like a hum or something. But anyway, we're just gonna keep going. Um, so yeah, I just kept thinking about the Joker. He looks like oh, he's doing the Joker face. I didn't realize it was such a big. Yeah, it's that ten was years nine, before. Wow. nine years okay. before, whatever. So anyway, okay. So this little boy, fantastic, but it was kind of he scared me the most because he looks like one of my students. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I said to you, oh, that looks like one of my students, especially when he makes the creepy face. Well, all of all of the people are so normal, right? Jack Nicholson is not an attractive person. Shelley Duvall is not an attractive person. Well, then not all the faces she has to make during this film. That little boy is adorable. He's so normal, though. And and how much with this... Now, this little boy is now a grown-up. Yeah, he's like 41. He's, he's a scientist. Or something like that, yeah. And how fun, I mean, to do this... Because you and I were talking the whole time. Luckily, your dad didn't care that we were yeah. talking. But those scary scenes in the movie, and we'll talk... We'll go into more detail. I kept saying to you, oh... I hope I hope he didn't see that. He and you were like, "No, mom, that it's like Because it cuts from him to something else. He thought he was in a drama. They told him it was a drama uh and he didn't see it until he was 16. And he goes, "It's not scary to me because I know yeah, I right. was there for all of it. Like it's not Because you think anything really insane doesn't happen when Danny's in the room or right. Danny's not looking at it. Right. Like, like it's like flashing in front of Danny's eyes and we see it from Danny's perspective. We don't actually like Danny's not lo- you don't see Danny standing in the room of something terrible. Right. But the parts that we see, I'm going to say 50%, he gets to ride the big wheel. <laughs> I was like, how fun is that? And I'm sure. And those shots were long. Did you notice that? I did. And that's what you were telling me, too, that the director, Stanley Kubrick, was pretty technical. And like some scenes he, he had to do over and over the and over. The baseball bat scene took 127 takes. So... Can you imagine how how long that little boy was on that big wheel? And it oh. wasn't really a big wheel, but yeah. something like that. You know what's funny, too, is the layout of the Overlook Hotel makes absolutely no sense if you really map it out based okay. on how they're moving. Because they'll go to some rooms that have windows, but then the rooms next to them, like, there's, like, a hallway next to it that goes behind that room, so there shouldn't be a window there. Right. Like, it's... Because it's, it's so, it's, it's, a lot of it was an actual studio. The outdoor stuff, uh, like... There, there. It's the Timberline Lodge in Oregon, I think. Oh, okay. you can go there. You could still go there to this day. And originally in the book, it's room two one seven. Yes, they had it changed to room two thirty seven. Okay, because they have room two one seven. They were like, we don't want to ruin this room. <laughs> no, but it could have. It could have done the opposite. It could well, have been like, we want to stay in two one seven. You know what's crazy? Huh? It's their most popular room. It's two three seven. Two one seven. They don't have two three seven. But 217, because of the book, uh-huh. so it's like, well, this is like, and the inside of it looks nothing like. Of course. But there's another place in California that actually the inside was inspired by. Okay. So you can go there and the 
elevators look like. Like, it's insane what really looks like it. Well, and definitely, I think, if nothing else, Mm -hmm. and like I said, we'll talk about the storyline, but what really said 1980 to me was the interior of that hotel. Yes. Very, very dated, but that's the point. And so this is the story of Jack and Wendy and Danny. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jack is an author and also a teacher. Yes. And he has taken this job that runs from October to May because the hotel closes. This very fancy hotel closes because the weather is so bad and the cars can't get up and it costs too much to for the upkeep for nobody to be able to get up there. Yeah, which is funny because they even make the reference, Jack's like, it's a it's a resort in the snow and you're closing. Right. And they're like it just it, we, it's too hard to get cars through and it yeah. costs too much. So they're what they're going to do is they're going to live in this hotel. Mm-hmm. And you know, turn the heat on at different times. But what I thought was really interesting is the freezer, the the freezer was completely full. Yeah. The pantry, I'm going to call it the pantry. I don't know what the dry goods, I think is what they called it, was completely full. And we were totally, again, getting dated. They had Tang. They had Kool-Aid. Oh, don't even get me started Sanka. on the, the, the Tang placement. Really? We'll, well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll deviate a little bit. There are so many insane, and in a good way, not in a negative connotation way, insane conspiracy theories about this movie. Oh, okay. One of them is that this movie is Stanley Kubrick admitting that he filmed the moon landing because of all the weird little references. Huh. Like, like. In that scene with the tang, there's a documentary. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still there anymore. Called Room Two Thirty Seven, and it specifically talks about three separate conspiracy theories about this film. Okay. One of the big ones being that this is him admitting he filmed the moon landing. Because if you don't know, there's a whole theory that for people who don't believe that we ever went to the moon, a lot of them think that Stanley Kubrick was the one who filmed it because of how meticulous he was and how everything needed to be perfect. And who better to perfectly fake something? than someone who makes them do something 127 times to make sure it looks legit. Okay. Um, with the Tang, for some reason, it was one of the only labels you could see. And, like, in that specific scene. Right. And then, and that's, like, what the astronauts would drink. And then, like, why is Danny wearing an Apollo 11 sweater? It's just a lot of very weird, like, people being like, oh, space. It's just, yeah. yeah. I, I have my own conspiracy theory. About this movie? Yes. What is it? It's just a good movie. <laughs> it's just a movie yeah that's all so okay so let's talk about so so they're so excited and then what we totally forgot to talk about was tony i don't want to do it mrs torrance yes so tony is a little boy and you when danny talks with tony tony is his imaginary friend but when tony when tony's talking a lot of times Danny does his little finger, which is his pointer finger, up and down. So I'm like, and he, okay, first of all, number one, as a teacher and a mom, yes. if my child, who is six, about five or six, yeah. you said six, but I think he's a little bit younger, only because he wasn't missing teeth. But anyway, if he started using, being an imag- having an imaginary friend with a different voice and the finger was talking, I'd be a little concerned. But so and then when the Tony, the imaginary friend was talking, it was always Mrs. Torrance and that little boy. We were trying to figure out. And I don't know if all of your d- notes say that. I, yeah, I, I don't I didn't. Especially there was a couple of scenes where I don't think the little boy was making that sound. He was. Was he really? Because it I'm, sounded I'm not seeing anything so, that's saying he wasn't. Because it sounded so different. And for a little boy between the ages of, of five me. and six to make that different sound, I thought that they maybe added it in or whatever. But anyway, so but then when people ask him mm-hmm. what's going on, because the doctor talks to him and other people talk to him, he says it's a little boy that lives in his mouth. Yeah. But then if he lives in his mouth, why is it the finger? I don't know. It's terrifying. It was very terrifying. But there are certain, yeah, there are certain times. And I wonder if if Tony was all ADR to kind of give it like a, like just maybe it doesn't match the mouth a little bit. Like it was still him doing it. It just because was it, added in. Because there's some parts where 
Tony felt louder than everything else. Yes. But the little boy's mouth wasn't moving as much. Right. It was almost moving less than his mouth normally moved when he talked, but it seemed like, like, and that's what, uh, that seems very Kubrick, because that, that makes you uncomfortable. Right. Why is Tony so loud? But the boy's mouth is uh, exactly like and that's, it almost so looks that's like he's I, mumbling. Yeah, but you can hear Mrs. Torrance. Right. So they go to this hotel. Yes. And actually, Tony is talking to Danny yes. because the dad has the interview, and then all of a sudden, Tony says to Danny, "Mr. Torrance is going to call your mom or call Mrs. Torrance." You and got, he the, got the you he got, got the, the job. How do you know? I just know. And then something about do you want to go? And Tony says he doesn't want to go. Yeah. And stuff. And then the mom, they have another conversation. The mom's like, how come you don't want to go there, Tony? I just don't want to go. So he gets the job. He calls. The dad calls. And they're all excited. Except, well, they're all excited. I guess. The only thing I really had a problem with this movie, and this is just so silly. There was absolutely no chemistry between Danny and his dad. Absolutely none. But I think that's on purpose. Yeah. I, I, I think that they shouldn't have chemistry because... There's definitely this weird hit. Like, it's almost like Danny's afraid of him. Right. But, like, he's not. But he is. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, like he 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 tries to talk to his dad, but his dad almost just doesn't care. But it's weird because his dad, like, tells people he cares. And he, like, tries to, like, pal up with him. But they're almost on two separate wavelengths because when Danny tries to kind of be with his dad, his dad doesn't want anything to do with him. But when his dad tries to do stuff with Danny, Danny doesn't want anything to do whatever I said, the reverse of what I said. Right. I got it. So they're driving up. They're looking at the hotel. They're getting the tour. Explaining cannibalism to Danny. Which was pretty funny. Yeah. What's cannibalism? And then, but he's like, I watch TV, mom. I know what it is. Yeah. And then that's my first hint that Jack is kind of weird. He's like, see, he watches TV. And you're like, uh, okay. <laughs> How do you not know that? But he does. There's very, a lot of scenes in this movie where they've just plopped him in front of the television. Yeah. So... Then all of the people are getting ready to leave the hotel and they're getting tours. But I forgot to say at the beginning when Danny's brushing his teeth at their house, Tony's talking to Danny and all of a sudden Danny gets this vision and it just scares him to death. He passes out basically. Yeah. And it's just this vision of redness. Mm-hmm. Flowing. I don't want to say blood because that's way too much blood. For it's it. it's blood. It's supposed to be blood, but it's not real blood, and it's just pouring. I out. mean, no. Hold on. Pause. What you said? It, it's not real blood because it's too much. You think when you see blood in a movie, it's real? No matter. Like they're <laughs> like, we could get a gallon of real people blood. No. Any more than that? Too much. No, like, I don't know, but it's just a lot. So I don't know. It was just too much. And it's a bunch of blood coming out of the the elevator, and and all- it was so and well, and the walls and stuff, and it was so much that it was moving furniture. So it was a lot of fluid. But also, if you Google the uh, this place that is in spot, like the interior is mm-hmm. inspired by. One of the first pictures is a picture of the elevator with just a wet floor sign in front of it. Because, like, somebody's mopping or something. But <laughs> it's very funny to just see a wet, like, you're like, oh, I know why it's wet, because it's blood. Yeah. So Danny passes out, and then the next scene you see that the doctor's talking to him, and she's like, oh, I think he's going to be fine. It's just not a big deal. Well, first of all, if your child, you find your child fainted on the floor, it's a big deal. Yeah. But anyway... So then they go to the hotel, and they're sh- everybody's showing them around, and then we meet Scatman Crothers. Yes. Who love him. You found out. I've seen him in lots of stuff, but you found out where you recognized him from he's was- He's Hong Kong Fooey. He's Hong Kong Fooey from the- Which I was like, 70s? like, I, yeah, which I watched all the time as a kid on, like, Boomerang, and then, like, when he was talking, I'm like, why do I, like, I know his voice, and I'm sure he's in some stuff that have, like, dis- he's in, he's in- Aristocats too. Yeah, I was gonna say that's where I remember. But him like, from. I was like, he's Hong Kong fooey. Yeah, so totally changes it. So anyway, so they um, it's he's the head chef at this yes. hotel, and they're all leaving, and he talks to Danny, and he realizes that something is different with Danny. He knows Danny has The Shining. The Shining, and that's where that came from. I always wondered where the title came from because I'd mm-hmm. never seen it because it was too scary. Yeah. So well, because he even talks to Danny in his mind. Gee, I was going to just say that. Well, I just thought that was cool that that's yeah. something that never happened ever again. Right, exactly. And he he talked to Danny in his mind, and that's how they figured it out. And um, Scatman Crothers, I don't remember what his, his character's Doc name Halloran. is. Doc No? No, because he calls. That's how. Dick Halloran? 
something, Mr. Haller, Halloran or something. It yeah. doesn't matter. But that's how you kind of figure out that something's going on because right away he starts calling Danny Doc. Yeah. And Shelly Long's like, Duval. Ah, Duval. I knew I was going to do that. Shelly Duval says, how did you know that you that we call him Doc? And he's like, I don't know. Just kind of. And then that's. Must have heard you say it. Yeah. She's like, but I didn't say it. Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't remember saying it. But anyway, so then they go for ice cream and um, Scatman Crothers is talking to Danny and says, do your mom and dad know that you have the shining? My grandma and I had it and that's what we used to call it. And he says, no. I, I can't tell them. And how come you can't tell them? Because Tony said not to. I'll come. Who's, Who's Tony? Tony? And he, that's when he says again, the little boy who talks in my, who lives in my mouth, which is just weird. So everything is going pretty well. Things are good. All the people move out. Danny gets to ride his big wheel throughout the end. And I, again, part of me is going, don't hit your brakes really fast, Danny, because you're going to make skid marks on the floor. Fair. And And there's also a couple of scenes where... Jack Nick Jack is throwing a ball. Yeah, I was and I'm like, like Oop, no, that, don't, there's a mark. There's don't you know, do that. You didn't see marks, but still. Yeah. And so they're. I'm skipping around a little bit, but they they get the tour, and then the people who are in charge also make uh, let everybody know about the garden maze and how if you get lost, it could take you an hour to find the entrance and I mean, exit. That's really not that bad. Right, and an but, hour. Right, but they're setting. What do you what do you call that? Where they're setting you up? Chekhov's for, gun, baby. Yeah, that maze for, is a Chekhov's gun. Okay. Well, because like you yeah. see it, it's like look at this big thing that's going to be. Look at how crazy and difficult it is to get out of. Would be a bummer if you got stuck in and couldn't get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> so then. Let's see. So okay, so everybody leaves. Everything's going on. Jack is wants to do writing. So. He, Shelly Duvall, now I'm going to say Shelly Long the whole time. Shelly Duvall goes in to like see him for something and he totally yells at her. I'm working. Stop bothering me. He snaps. Yeah. And he's, he's getting snappier and grumpier and, and just. That's what he looks like now, by the way. That's what Danny looks like now. Oh, he has no hair. He's just a normal looking dude. You'd, you'd never have any idea. No, because he had, he had such the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. But he looks so normal. I would love to talk to him too. He's really cool. He probably has some cool stories about it. I would love to just talk to him. But um, anyway, so then you kind of, oh, we forgot a really important part. They were telling yeah. that that stayed in there. And the dad went cuckoo and got rid of his whole family and then killed himself. Yes. And then they gave it the name and all that. So things are starting to go on, not with Shelley Duvall or the little boy, but just Jack is acting weirder and weirder. I mean, something's going on with Danny. Well, Danny, yeah, because he keeps seeing these visions. He sees two little girls. The twins. The tw- Well, so they say the twins, but they said the little girls were different ages. I don't know. So the two little girls, he sees them several times. And with us, Danny. Forever and, and ever. ever. And again, he and gets Danny the- just he just stares him like this. And his, yeah, his mouth is open and his eyes are really big. And so, sometimes I'm like, how do they do that? He has a little drool hanging. Yeah. So, so yeah, Danny is having more and more Tony moments. Tony moments? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's just the best way to put it. Because Tony's coming out more and more. and Tony moments. I, I like that. I don't, I know, I know. I know what you mean when you say Tony moments. Yeah, the Tony it, comes out more and more. And yeah. Danny's just kind of... And Danny so, becomes a passenger almost. Yes, exactly. So things are going on. Things are getting a little bit weird. Shelly Duvall is getting concerned. Um, and then there's the one big... Can we just jump to the big scene? Yeah, jump to the big scene, baby. So finally, sh- because Danny is just... Something's not right. And so she's like, we, we just need to get out of here. And he's like, you're just trying to take over. And then he uses a bunch of bad words. Well, the, the same bad word over and over and dad. over. The dad. Not not Danny. And so he's like threatening her. As well, she, she goes through his his. See what he's oh been yes, that's what kind of started it, and it's so big. And every page, it just repeats: all work and no play make Jack a dull boy. Yeah, sometimes there's grammatical errors. Sometimes there's you right, know, spacing but most errors. of the time it's yeah over and over. So she's he's like, well, what do you think? And she's starting to freak out. And then she's like, <laughs> yeah, with the floppy arms again. I'm the like, floppy arms and the just her face is like melting. Right, like, and it's she's just, just freaking so much out. Liquid. And she has this tiny little wooden bat. I know, and I'm thinking, okay, seriously, you have a tiny little wooden bat. I would find a bigger bat, but she has a little boy, she so has that's a baseball why she, bat. Yeah, yeah, but it's little. So then. 
she's afraid and she's like, don't come near me or something. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. She spends most of that scene doing what, Riven? <laughs> and then Jack starts making fun of her because he does it right back to her. Ooh, it's creepy. Well, yeah. Ooh, that whole scene is creepy. Because so he's getting creepier and creepier. Now, wait a second. Yes. I totally jumped. You did. Because I forgot the bar scene. You totally forgot the bar scene. Which is so, okay. But yeah, we don't have to do every scene. But you definitely know that something is going on when Jack goes into this bar in the restaurant. And there's, first of all, it's just the bartender. Yes, Lloyd. Lloyd. And then he's dr- Jack's drinking and then Shelly Duvall comes in Which, there. I'm curious. Okay, what do you think is actually happening in there? Because remember what the resort owner said. Right. There's no alcohol in here. Right. It is completely dry. Right. What is Jack doing in there? I think he, yeah, exactly. Something's going on because that's what I thought too. I'm like, wait, there's no alcohol. And the guy's pouring him alcohol and he's just slamming him back. Lloyd's not really there. Nothing is really there. Yeah. And then Shelly Duvall walks in and Jack's drinking, but I don't even know what he's drinking. There's is something he drinking in his anything? glass. Is he dr- oh, does he have a, I didn't even look. He I has a glass because I looked. Oh, that's It's a glass weird. and there's liquid in there. So I don't know what he's that's drinking. That's a good catch, mom. I think. So okay. now we have to go back and look. But anyway, so something is, and then more people are there when Jack is there. And like this guy is talking to Jack and we find out, I kind of fell asleep at this part. That's where I was like, mom, wake up. Yeah. Cause I did. I nodded off because it's not scary. No, it's not scary at all. No, you were right. No, they recently did a, a maze at Halloween horror nights of this. And I was like, why? It's not <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what is it? It's, is it you walk around a maze for 30 minutes of an interesting hotel and get kind of weirded out and then eventually Jack Nicholson chases yeah. you like what's the because at one at one point when I was watching it I stopped it yeah and you and your dad looked at me and I'm like I'm just trying to figure out how much this left yeah we have because that's what you said at the last half hour is where everything picks up right and that's so these people are talking to Jack and like getting in his mind and so all these, but they're not real they're not real they're all I'm gonna guess ghosts yeah I don't know what they are so it just gets creepier and creepier and then the bat scene and Shelly Duvall just whacks the crap can i say that yeah you can say it wax the crap out of jack nichols and he falls down the stairs great job <laughs> on the great job on the stunt double because we or know whoever it, that yeah it wasn't jack nichols there's no think? way that he would have thrown himself down the stairs so great job on the stunt double and then so shelly duvall is now dragging him through the freezer well th- no it wasn't the freezer it was like the pantry because oh, it was the peaches right, and right, the right, kool-aid right, and all right, that right, right. locks him in then he wakes up and he um He's like, come on. He's like talking all nice to her. and But she doesn't open it. No. She runs away. She and grabs she's, a knife. Yeah, exactly. And she's going to go get Danny. And that's when she goes in. And then Tony says, Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance. Red rum. Ra- the red rum thing. <laughs> and so Jack kind of, because he's got a head injury. So then that's another part of it. He's got a head injury besides all this ghosty stuff. One of the ghosts opens the door. Yeah. There's a lot of like, how did the door actually open? And I'm like, the ghost open? Yeah. Like, like, like what? And, what and do you, you mean? How did it actually open? And, like, the... and you could go back to. I mean, we could go back to this. Jack is crazy. Yes. Okay. There are no ghosts. Yes. All of this was part of the head injury. No, because it happened before. It happened a little bit, as some of it, but then it really escalated. Room two thirty seven. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, and it happened so, to both Danny and Jack. Oh, that's right. Okay, so yes, and I'm not really going to talk about 237. 237's weird. There's a scary, there's a scary thing in there, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that so, part got a little weird. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't like it. So, anyway, so it just keeps going and keeps going, and Shelley Duvall's trying to get Danny out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of flopping and stuff. And then Scatman Crothers feels like something's going on. He asked the forestry service to call and check, but Jack has ripped out everything, so there's nothing there for them to call. So he flies from Florida to where they are, Colorado, to check. He comes in. Hello, you know, family, where are you? And then poof, he's gone. Jack, yeah, Jack gets him. Jack takes him out. So With the axe? With something. But, yeah. And then Charlie Duvall finds him, and then, she, yeah, again with the, yeah. And so she decides that's it. So she and Danny are going to get out. Again, it just made me laugh. So 
she takes him to a bathroom, locks him in, and then opens the window and thro- basically pushes him out. Run, Whee! Danny, run. Yeah, because it's a perfect little snow slide there. Yeah. I, but then she can only get the window open a little bit, and she's like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And here comes Jack Nicholson through the bathroom. Here's Johnny, which is so funny because I said to you, I have never understood that because the character's name is Jack. And you're like, Mom. He's just it's, quoting. It's just a silly reference to the, the Johnny. Show. Yeah, yeah, it's just a weird show. thing. And But if people didn't know that, they'd be like, because yeah. that's. What is his name Jack and the kid's name Danny? Yes. That's their names in real life. Oh, that's funny. Maybe that's both just, of their names. It'd be interesting to see if that would be the character it names is. in the book. It okay, is. so it just Danny happened. Torrance and Jack Torrance are the characters. The names. characters. So then Danny ends up in the maze hiding, and he's so smart. And he just he realizes that you can see his footprints. So then he kind of starts walking backwards walking, in his own footprints, right, and kind of mushing them up. So because I was going to say the dad is calling, the dad is gone. He is gone. Oh, and and he um sorry I keep I get you so keep excited not talking keep, into the microphone yeah because yeah. I'm excited so he it just this chase this chase this chase this chase and somehow Danny yes Danny it Which just is, keeps over and over and over and then Danny gets out yeah and Shelley Duvall gets him and then mm-hmm. they escape and okay this is so weird I didn't really understand what happens so Jack like freezes out there yeah he dies he just freezes all weird. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, Ugh. yeah, it was just so weird, and that was the end of the movie. Yeah, he died, and then he's like, was back in time. I don't know, that was weird too. I didn't, I still don't understand that. He's like in that picture from nineteen twelve. Oh yeah, nineteen twenty one. Nineteen twenty one. Yeah, and they do at the end of the movie they show Jack in the picture with all these old pe- and all these ghosts and stuff. Well, they're not ghosts in the picture, but people from nineteen twenty one. Ooh, that was too close. I just bit it. So, um, anyway. I was terrified to see this yeah. movie. You kept saying, Mom. And then it didn't help because you kept doing You kept singing the theme song at me. And I'm like, stop doing that. You're scaring me. And my best friend, Eileen, this is her favorite film. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to watch it. It was good. My favorite part of this movie is when Shelley, when Jack is going after Danny. Uh-huh. And Shelley Duvall is running through the Overlook. And every and it's it almost plays like an SNL gag where she runs like... <laughs> And she like turns and sees something weird in a room, and then like screams like, <laughs> "Yeah, right!" It's like pause, like, the, turn off the tears, then and keeps then... running, and then sees something else and screams, and then runs and keeps going. Like, yeah, it, it was too it happening. Yeah, it happens just... like three times. Where you yeah. see something, you're like, "What? What was that?" Yeah, <laughs> and totally the tears stop. Yeah, <laughs> and then the tears started. Yeah, and yeah. so it was pretty good. I am not a buyer of films, so oh, you know that. Yeah, good. Uh, it's got to be very, very good for you to want to buy it. But I would definitely, if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. But I think we've, I mentioned this. I don't know if we talked about this online, I mean, on the air or just you and I together. I really want to see Dr. Sleep. I want to see Dr. Sleep too. So you have to watch it first. I think you literally said that at the beginning of this episode. Okay. I can't remember. So sorry if I repeated myself. But you have to watch it first and then tell me if I can see it. It's PG-13, I think. Well, yeah. But you have to still tell me if I can see it. I don't know. So I say rent it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, is it's, it, it's fun. Is there any? Well, it's not fun, but it's good. Yeah. Is there anything else that we need to add about this? Okay, we talked about it at the beginning of the thing. Let's talk about it. They remake The Shining, which they've done multiple times, by the way. They've done a TV miniseries. Yeah, it didn't do very well. Oh, but I could see them remaking this. Absolutely. Who would play Jack? Like now, like if they were to remake right. it now, because I I have somebody. Okay. Bill Hader, the eyebrow guy. The eyebrow guy. I think he would make a great Jack. There's he that would. weird there's that weird Sprite commercial which has Brian Cranston doing yes. it. Yes. He would do okay too. He would do great, but he's too old. Yes. He's way too old now. Yes. Um it's funny in a Sprite commercial and then he plays the twins too. Um, right. You know what's funny too is we were watching it with your dad and the here's Johnny and your dad's like, Where's the seven up? Yeah, or Sprite <laughs> he's like, Yeah, hey, how now she gives him the seven up or something. It's like <laughs> shut up. Um <laughs> But uh yeah, I could see Bill Hader doing that because he, yes. he can play like the yeah, it, but he's very like, but that whole scene, like, I just want to bash your brains in, like, right? Yeah, and then also we've talked about this before. I think Jim Carrey would be awesome in this. Part. Is he too old now, though? No. You think he's? Yeah, I think he's fine because, can I be honest? Yeah. Dye his hair, get rid of the grayness, and make him clean shaven. Cl- clean shave, yeah. He would be fine to play this part. Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is a, it's a very Jim Carrey role. 
I th- just the, because this role, especially with Jack Nicholson, I almost called him Nicholas. That's the golf player. Lots of facial movements, oh, so it yeah. has to be a facial actor. Well, I showed you the deep fake, and if yes. you don't know what deep fakes are, deep fakes are this technology that people are like, oh, it's for political messages. But then a lot of idiots on the internet are like, what if this actor was in this movie? And what they do is they take over 500 pictures of an actor, okay, in any position that they can find in a movie, the highest quality they can find, okay, of any, making this face, that face, this angle, this lighting, anything they can find, okay? And then they paste it, essentially, over the face of another actor in a scene from a movie. And it kind of replaces that. And there's this uh, one YouTube channel that's done it like five or six times for uh, Jim to put Jim Carrey in The Shining. I, like over Jack Nicholson, and it, especially the baseball bat scene. Yeah, it works, it works so good, so well because he's very expressive. Yeah, it has to be an actor that uses. So yeah, the eyebrow guy. I am so sorry to Bill him Hader. that I can never remember his name. Bill Hader doesn't. You can you tell it to me every time I call him the eyebrow guy, and I still cannot remember his name. Now I do have another person I think would be very interesting in this role. Okay, Ben Stiller. No, nope. you don't think so? Not at all. Are you? When he's, like, yelling at the end? No. Nope. Because the whole time Ben Stiller could be very, like, I just want to work. Like, I just, like, he can almost be, like, a yeah. typical Ben Stiller role. Right. And then snap. Yeah. Nope. Oh, I think so. Mm-mm. I think so. Nope. I don't know. You know who else? I it would be interesting to see him not Ben Stiller. And I always forget. I think James Franco would be really good in this role. Yeah. This almost seems too James Franco, though, to me. This is, this is like, you you see James Franco in this and you just go, oh, he's clearly going to snap. Oh, there you go. Because you know, um, he played James Franco played a crazy person in General Hospital for a couple for a while. Michael Shannon could do this very well, but it, it'd also be the same thing of like, when does he snap? Like, you, yeah, you're you, just waiting. You're yeah. Just like, so I could see that, like, doing. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of Adam Sandler, but I think he has proven his acting chops with uncut now, gems. Hold on, or in amongst other things, but no, but I mean. Okay, besides all the goofiness, Uncut Gems has shown that he is an actor. Oh, I would really like because Adam he, Sandler in a he could play it. Remake. He could play it goofy at the beginning, you know, fun, yeah. and I'm a great dad, and then slowly turn the crazy knob and keep yeah. going with the crazy knob. But like, yeah, like when... Uh when he like when he starts talking to Lloyd and uh, even Jack Nicholson's like, ha, and he like does the crazy face like yes. Adam Sandler could pull that off super yeah. wow. Adam Sandler in The Shining would be so interesting. Definitely different. Yeah, and then like it'd have to be yeah, because he would be a little bit of a goof at the beginning, right? Where Jack Nicholson is just much more serious, right? But you he could but be even a little that goofy. like that like cannibalism thing, like right? Like he could in a, he could Adam Sandler would like see he sees it on TV, like right? Like what do you want me to do about it, right? As opposed to like the almost kind of ominous tone that Nicholson carried. Oh, that would rule. Who who would play who would play his wife? Who would who would like who do you think would You know what would be interesting? What? Leslie Mann. I was kind of thinking her, yeah. Oh my gosh. Adam Sandler and Leslie Mann as Jack and Wendy. Wendy Torrance would rip because it's two actors that you don't expect to kind of be. Right. I think, though, Wendy's part could be played by almost anyone. Yeah. You just have to run and scream you have a lot. to but here, here's the thing, and, and this is something that I felt like you were like, well, she doesn't do much. She has a really good relationship with Danny. See, I disagreed. You think she has a bad relationship with Danny? Not that, I, I, again, I didn't see the chemistry, really. She's trying. I think she's trying, not the actor, but the character. Right. Is trying, and Danny is just so, all of them, I think, were pretty talented. Yes. Uh, I just think, and Danny was just, I don't want to call him unsafe. You know what I mean? Like, Danny just was Danny. Like I there know, was, but some... he was so good. I... Oh yeah, that kid ruled. And good, good on that guy for quitting acting, uh-huh. being a normal person, right? Not anything terrible. Ha- I mean, you know, guy probably lived his life, probably had some stuff happen, but he didn't like some of these other child stars where something terrible happens and horrible things. Hopefully, nothing horrible happened to this guy because he was able to just leave. Yeah, move on. Cute. I liked him, and then he was in Doctor Sleep. That he was, was? Like, yeah, he was in, in a quick cameo at the bait because he can't play Danny because you know McGregor's playing Danny. Oh, okay. so he's just like dad at baseball game, like he's just in the scene. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, I want to see it, so you have to check and watch it today or tomorrow so we I'll can watch talk it about it because I, I do want to. Yeah, uh, there's a couple people who's uh, uh, my friends whose opinions I really respect. Um, what? No, I was gonna say I was afraid you were gonna say they didn't like it. No, they liked it. 
And other like the regular person's like, it's not the sequel that Stanley Kubrick deserves. It's like, yeah, but it's also not a sequel to Stanley. It's not a sequel to The Shining. Okay. It is it is an adaptation of the sequel to the book The Shining. So of course Jack Nicholson's not in it. Right. Of course they're gonna they use some things right. from the movie, but it's not intended to be a direct. It's not The Shining two. Right. It's an adaptation of the book, which it's weird to explain. Well, but it couldn't be Jack Torrance because he's dead. Oh, I, I smiled, but you couldn't hear it because it smiled. You can't hear a smile. Um, Is he not dead? Okay, we're just going to leave I it at that. I don't want to say anything because I do know. Because when they announced it, I was like, okay, so Nicholson's got to show up, right? Nicholson's got to show up. How can he show up? He's dead. How could all those other people show up, Mom? Oh, because they're ghosts. There's a there's a scene where where okay, it's, don't it's tell not, me. It's not a guy trying to be Nicholson, uh-huh. but he does. He's wearing the clothes. And don't he, tell me. Yeah, it don't. Tell it me. works. It works. Okay, so that's what I. I do want to see it though. I, okay, watch I, it. Yeah, well, not right now because we're talking, but later. Mm. Okay, your turn. My movie was Public Enemies, and it was a gangster movie where everyone except for three guys all looked identical, so I could not tell any of them apart. Well, uh, that's they were, true. They were all fat white guys uh, with guns and very quick mouths, and I literally had the hardest time telling any of them apart. Well, there was uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. None of them meant any. And Babyface. Oh, wait, hold on. No, Pretty Boy Floyd. Uh-huh. He's talked about more than he's actually shown on screen because that guy had maybe three lines, and it's Channing Tatum, and he's like, I'm dead now. And you're like, wait, what was that, Channing Tatum? Right. And oh. then they talk about him the whole movie. Right, and Babyface Nelson. Yeah, but Babyface Nelson, a couple cops, and like three other guys all looked identical. Yes, and Johnny Depp, and I mean, it's got a great cast. Oh, it has a very good cast. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, that other guy who plays his friend who was in a ton of stuff. Right, Christian... Bale. Christian Bale. The guy who plays Hoover. Oh, uh, Billy Crudup, Dr. Manhattan. I like Billy Crudup. He um, was really good as Hoover, by the way. G- Giovanni Ribisi's in it. Yeah, for like for like three scenes. I was like, what are you doing here, you little weirdo? Get out of here. Yeah, and then, so, okay. There's, a, there's a bunch of people that are like that random. you're like, hey. And then they're gone. Um, okay, so this is a movie, and this is why this is a good movie. Because it's a movie about a criminal and it doesn't really make him look like the good guy. Kind of. He does some one thing interesting, which I think is very cool. Okay. Uh, but also, maybe I'm the idiot here, okay? Okay. He, he does a bank robbery. Okay. And a little man pulls his money out. He goes, I don't want your, we're not here for your money. We're here for the bank's money. Yes. Now, I maybe I'm mistaken here. Okay. If I go to the bank, and I put $50 in the bank, right, and then I leave the bank, and a man comes... And takes all the money out of the bank. Right. He took my money. Right. But. Right. But you're absolutely right. <laughs> but John Dillinger's or Johnny Depp, whatever you want to call him. His point was that literally was that man's money right there. And he didn't want to take it. Fr- I, you're right. You're absolutely yeah, but, right. It's but, all the same. Am I, but, uh, but I'm not wrong. Right? But if no. like, the guy was like, well, I was making a deposit anyway. Like, or the guy's like, oh, good thing I just withdrew $10,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but also during the first bank robbery, they take the woman hostage. And what does he do? He's like, hey, what's up? No. Ties he, her up. No. What does he do? Gives her a coat. Gives her his coat. He's kind of like a Robin Hood. Yeah. If Robin Hood kept it all for himself. Well, yeah. Because he doesn't steal from people who don't need to be st- stolen from. Right. Is and that a weird way to phrase that? No, that's exactly. that's. And he even says, I hide, I hide him in plain sight. Yeah, which he does a lot in this movie. The whole time. Where he's just like walking down the street. People are like, look at that man. Yeah. Oh, John Dillinger? Nope, that other guy. He's got a funny hat on. Like, it's just like people don't care. Right, exactly. I also think there's that scene in the theater where they're like, look to your, John Dillinger could be sitting among you. Look to your left. Look to your right. And if I was in that theater, I'd be like, hey, maybe it's the guy who isn't turning. (laughs) (laughs) That seems weird, right? That guy's not turning. All of us are looking to our left and looking to our right. And that guy's just staring at nothing. That's weird, right? Like, like. People would notice that someone's doing That's that. That's what I thought. Well, and I also thought it was funny. We're not doing the story. We're just kind of talking about bits. But um, at one point, he changes his looks. But he's really not that. Ch- I mean, like, you could see a big scar on his face. Yeah. And you can see, like, he's gone kind of with the Reuben goatee going on. Okay, rude. 
No, it's not rude. I'm just saying that he went from clean shaven to kind of what you have. Yeah. And but and then all of a sudden people came like he walks into the police station. That ripped. And okay, that was people don't people cannot. Now here's the thing though. Now I could just be dumb idiot millennial here. Okay. If somebody, if a criminal, er, walked into my my work, would I immediately know who they are? Probably not. But how could I find out who they were immediately? Look at the posters. No, I mean in 2020. What could I do immediately to find out something? Google it. Google it. And I could hold it up and be like, hey, wait a minute. That's this murderer. Right. But they had posters all over the police station. Yeah, but also, also you think of it this way. Is he going to walk in? Why would he walk into the police station? He just did. Exactly. But like he knows that they would never think that he just walked. Also, if he's just a man walking around, like nobody's like, hey, we don't know who you are. And right. you're walking around this like detective office like right and then something else that i thought was funny is the one scene where he's wearing kind of the colored glasses yeah totally reminded me of when i was a kid what we would use to dye easter eggs with they were these Those, like funky metal things and that's what his the lenses of his glasses reminded yes. me of are the easter egg dippers yes uh this movie's good you like gangster movies a little bit more than I do because I, I to me they're all it, very similar. I know, but I love. I don't know what it is, but See, I love them so much. Here's what I like, though. I'm gonna stop talking. Sorry. No, I don't care. Here's what I here's what I liked about this one. We don't need to see his first crime because gangster movies and superhero movies always do this thing where they think we need to see the first time they ever did it. It doesn't matter, right? It we don't care. I don't need to see the first time he robbed a bank and how did it go with him as a kid. I don't care. Okay, because. Now, obviously, it went fine. Like, like, I know it went fine. Unless it was like, unless it's like, why do they call him No Leg Steve? And it's like, oh, because his first job, he lost a leg. Like, no. It had not, his first job was irrelevant, so we didn't need to see it. Right. He's been John Dillinger. Boom. Right. That is what a lot of, like, superhero movies are starting to do. Because it's like, like, with, when they, this sounds like such a weird comparison, but when they introduced Spider-Man into Civil War. Okay. Okay, I haven't seen it. Yes, you have. Uh, we've had this conversation multiple times. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't seen it. Yes, I have. I have seen Spider-Man it. has just been Spider-Man. Right. He's just this little teenager out there swinging around in a sweater. Right. So he's been Spider-Man. He's, he's been it. We don't need to watch Uncle Ben get shot again. Right. With these Batman movies, we don't need to see Thomas and Martha Wayne take little Bruce Wayne out of the theater and then the pearls go because they get shot. We know that happens. Right. Every single Batman movie, we got to see his parents get shot again. We know they get shot. They know they get shot. At this point, they're just like, please let us die. Right, exactly. Um, we don't need to see what started his life because it's irrelevant to the story. Right. He's got a gang. Cool. Um, I thought that it, I actually, okay. And not only did he, did a lot of his crew members look alike and police officers, a lot of the female characters looked alike too because at the beginning there's like a blonde lady. Uh-huh. And then they're like escorting a blonde lady out of the out of the bank and I was like oh she was a plant that rules yeah no and I was like no it's a different lady that it messes you up when they look too similar everybody looks so similar in this movie except for like three characters right one of them because he's like the only not white guy in this movie and I'm like well you're obviously you right um this movie's good there's just a lot going I mean it's John Jelger does a cool prison break which kind of is successful I don't know it was like but okay that was a great way to start it with that prison break because yes. we see his mentor kind of guy die. Yes. Great. Cool. Okay. We don't need to see the first time he ever met that guy. We don't need to see anything like that. He's dead. Great. Wonderful. John Dillinger kind of is already John Dillinger, but he does more and more John Dillinger stuff. He has his gang. He starts running around the country with his gang. And Hoover is sending Christian Bale to go chase after him. Go get him. Go get him. Go get him. And Christian Bale's like, I'm trying, I guess. Uh... Spoiler alert. You see what happens to, to the real guy? Did you see what happened to the real guy? Who, Christian no. Bale? No. It says it at the end of the movie. It's like. Oh, I didn't think I read it. It was like, uh, John Dillinger's wife got out of prison and she lives in Iowa or something or Wisconsin or something. Uh, remember Christian Bale? Yeah, he quit FBI after one year and killed himself. The end. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I'll have to go back and watch the end. Yeah, because it, it's just those two. Those huh. are the only two it talks about. Huh. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, yeah. And I did like Christian Bale's character, though, because he was, when Johnny Depp's wife, girlfriend, whatever she was, 
when she was taken to the police station, he was yeah. that that one police officer was really mean to her and hit her and beat her and wouldn't let her go to the bathroom and made her chained up for a long time in a chair. And then he walks in because is that Marion Cotillard? Yes. Yeah, she's in this movie too. Yes. And I don't know if it's the secretary or something, but says to Christian Bale as he walks in, women shouldn't be treated that way. Yeah. And he walks in and takes care of everything. Instantly picks her up. Picks because she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I can't walk. And so she, he picks her up, takes her, and then he says to the secretary, Mrs. So and so, can you help her? Yeah. Yeah. But it it was and you know so that made me kind of see okay. Yes, he's doing his job, but yes, he's a person, and he cares about people. I like. I I think I did like this movie because guess what? What can I jump ahead with something? Sure. I buy this movie. What's well, not your rating? So it doesn't matter what you do. I. <laughs> I mean. I know. I'm just saying this. I, I you said that I like these more than you. Yeah, yeah, I like this so much. I would buy it and I would watch it again. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sorry. I don't think I'd watch it again. I mean, I have seen it twice, but I don't think I would like go out of my way to watch it again. I think there's more, to me, there's more interesting movies that depict this era that I like. Like that one with Tom Tom Hardy and Shia LaBeouf playing the brothers. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's the same era, but in my brain it's the same era. The Tommy gun wielding. I, you love, know, that I love, love that stuff. And because the cars, that's yeah, my favorite part. And too. they're hanging out of the cars. Um, that stuff is always so interesting and so much fun. Okay, But also like... Uh, it's yeah, I thought this movie's fine. I mean, I I don't think that anybody in it was like Oscar worthy. I thought Johnny Depp was so good in it. He was fine. He was just Johnny Depp. I so mean cute. but he wasn't doing anything that Johnny Depp wouldn't normally do in a movie. He was like what did you say he's cute? I did <laughs> I did. He is so cute. I think he's so handsome. Johnny Depp looks like like he's two punches away from being Mickey Rourke. He's, he's got, always looked like that. He's he looks beat. Up. Now he does, but he didn't always. He looks really handsome. Even in the pirate movies, I think he's handsome. Calm down. I know. I like him. All right, so rate it. Uh, it's a rent it. I mean, you can watch it, but like, I, I think there's, like, I think this is kind of forgettable. Okay. Um, but it's good. Okay. I mean, I, I get why people like it, and I can see, I think it, I think it definitely missed a couple script. I think script and effects probably are where this missed the mark on uh, awards. Okay. Like that's what I think that it should have gotten. Right. Uh, maybe the guy whose name we can't remember. Yeah. But it should have gotten something. He was really good. For Wasn't the... he the one that said, I think I'm done now? Yeah. And then he died. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he and Johnny's like, no, 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 you're good. Yeah. Don't remember his name. Jason. Nope. Jason don't Clark. Know. Is it Jason Clark? I don't know. I don't know. But can I say one more thing about this movie? Yeah. Do you know what I really love about this movie? What? It's so silly. The scene where John calls the girl. Yes. And she's sitting in a chair. Yes. And she's got wallpaper behind her. Yes. I love that wallpaper so much. Couldn't even tell you what it looked like. It was cream and it was cool. And I don't know why I liked it so much. But I also thought the scene was so cool when she switches places with her friend. Yeah. And then she escapes and gets to him and the police are like totally watching and they miss it. And I thought that was good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's John's whole thing is that he's like in plain sight. Right. He's right there. Like when they when she's when the girlfriend sends him to the the wrong apartment. Mm hmm. And then he's like, wait, where, where, where? She was like, you walked right by him, you ding dongs. Right when they arrested her and yeah. stuff. And she's like, he was sitting right out there in this Black car. Buick, you walked right by him. Many times. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I'm sorry you didn't like it as much as I did. I mean, I give it a rent. It. I didn't say throw it in the trash. Okay. Well, good enough. Well, all right. You want to see if we have any emails today? I don't think we do, but continue. Okay. So we have a Facebook page. Kid Tested Mother Approved. We have a Twitter account. KTMA show at Twitter. We have an email. Uh, KTMA show at gmail.com. We have merchandise if you'd want to buy it. Tpublic, T-E-E-Public.com. We, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, it is, I just forgot what it was. Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com. And then also, if you'd love to talk to us, we'd love to talk to you. Discord. I was talking to a couple people um, the other day. I like to talk to people. <laughs> Why, why? I totally forgot what I was going to say. So. Other people. The, the, other the other day. <laughs> I was trying to remember why I was talking to them. So anyway, but yeah, so it's good. And do we have any emails? No. Okay. So what have you been watching? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I'm still watching Survivor. I am in season 27. 27? Or 25. I don't know. I'm in, I'm in 27 or 28 out of 40. 
So yeah. I've, I went back and watched all of them, and then I will do Amazing Race after that. Oh, my gosh. I like it. I like this. Um, I also watching, um, what else am I watching? Oh, Titan Games. I love that with The Rock. <laughs> I do. I Yeah. And I feel like there was something else I was going to talk about, but I forgot. I remember so. what I, you keep talking about something. No, I, that's all I'm done. No, no, keep I, talking. Okay, but I don't have anything else to talk about. Because I just think. remembered. Because something, so HBO HBO Max launched. Okay? Yes. Which is uh, the new HBO streaming service, which is cool, great, whatever. And if you have HBO, you're supposed to get it for free. We're just having issues. We have no idea. Um, no, I, do, I know. I just can't make it work on the TV. Okay, so ready for the kicker? Yes. Is I am on HBO Max. Okay. I'm in... Two episodes of the Chris Gathard show, which are exclusively on HBO Max. Nuh-uh. Yes, I am. Uh, if you pull up the Chris Gathard show on HBO Max, I am in. It's one season, and I am in episode thirteen. My voice can be heard. I'm on the radio. I'm on the phone. Oh, that's right. And then I am live for episode. So episode thirteen is called "Them's Fighting Words," and you can hear me in it. Uh, and then I'm visibly in the audience on episode 17 of We're Giving Away Cars. Nice. Um, so look at that. Streaming service, baby. Good job. We're uh, moving up in the world. I'm accidentally on a streaming service. That's good. I like it. You're famous. I'm not. How's I your comedy not, going? It, well, the world's on fire. Um, no. It's, it's fine. It's getting better. Well, it starts to and then. Took a turn, but took it's going to um, get better We'll again. figure out what happens. Um. Look, we don't get political on here, but there's a lot going on. And I think that without saying, oh, this, that, the other thing, just really, really look into everything. Right. And I, and I think that, like, I don't even want to say, like, obviously, it's obvious what we stand for. But we shouldn't be the ones, like, we should not be the ones that you're looking for, looking <laughs> to when it comes to political or anything or, or race relations or anything like that. Yeah, it's just us. Like, like there are much smarter and much more marginalized people that are going through a lot worse than like, well, I mean, we've kind of like referenced, I think I'm sure I've referenced it before, but like I'm half, I'm half Mexican. Okay. Right. I'm technically considered a person of color. I have had the luckiest life in the world. I have had maybe, maybe two or a handful of things happen to me because of my, this color of my skin that have been negative. You know what I mean? Right. It, 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 I am so lucky to not, have had to deal with that kind of stuff. And there are plenty of people who have it. And, and those people need help. Those people need right. support with what's going on right now. Those are the important people right now. That's like, right. That's, like right. That, just, that's what we need to be focusing on. And just be kind. Be kind. Can we say that? Just you can be just say be kind. I always tell my students. I don't, that. I don't think Nazis have ruined be kind yet. Yeah, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, just remember it just takes, it doesn't take very long to be nice. Yeah. And that's the one thing about the masks that we have to wear masks all the time. I miss seeing people smiling. And I smile all the time. Yeah. So I always miss that. So have you, This is kind. a total change of pace. But have you yes. seen the ones that they make for uh, people who are hard of hearing? Or? I am checking into those because we're supposed to go back to school in a month. Yeah. And I teach preschoolers. And I am looking to get some of those with the clear the clear mouths. They have some that are ginormous. I don't want to wear those. I want to wear the cute little mask. And then the middle is just clear plastic. So you can actually read. Uh, read. So you can read lips. Or the kids can see the rest of my face. Yes. Because, yeah. So because the teachers are, when we go back to work, those of you all know, I we live in California. I'm going to have to wear a mask. Yeah. And I'm going to have to do some other things. And so, sorry. I no, no, no. It's okay. I just, because you said we live in California. Also, we live in California. We specifically live in San Jose. Right now, we should probably should have said this off at the top of the show. We're fine. Oh, yeah. You've if, heard. If, if, you, if you watch the news and you see stuff that's happening in San Jose, we're fine. Right. It is it's not, not us. It's not near yeah. us. We're being it's, safe. It's, it's a drive, like a five-minute drive from us. But it's not coming near us. It's not anything like that. Like, right. We're good. It's we, isolated in downtown, which we do not live downtown. Right. And now I think even that's kind of gone away. It. Because well, well, we were only in the curfew. Let's see some changes. For, so. Yeah. We've only been in the. We were only in the curfew for a few days. Yeah. But compared you know, to. But we'll see. Who knows? I mean, I I don't think it's going to go away till things get better. So. Hopefully, and hopefully things will get better soon. All right, let's change the subject. Let's have fun. That was a little serious there. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> probably the most serious you've ever gotten. Yeah, and that was you. Yeah, well, I, yeah. I okay, know. no, that's okay. Okay. I wasn't saying anything bad that it I was know, you. I okay. know, I'm just making fun of you. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. Okay, so. Our what's theme it? is. Well, did you say you were, oh, you were watching Survivor? Our theme is that guy. Yeah, that you, most of the time you don't know his name. Yes. But you love him. He's. Okay, or and that you, or he's very, very recognizable. And when you describe this actor, it's always like, 
Okay, so he's in the oh gosh, what is it? It's the one movie with the and, and it's from it's got it's got uh, I think Tom Hardy's in it. Like you know, it's like it's just and then he's like the other guy. Right, he's not the main guy. He's like the other guy or like right. the other guy's brother. Like he's he's he has that one scene and you're like ah that guy. Or there is uh, like the guy that I picked and mm-hmm. it was all guys. I don't think there because the list you showed me was like a hundred, a hundred actors that you don't know or something. Yeah, it was it was a hundred that guy actors, which okay, some of them are like J.K. Simmons, and I was like, that don't work for us. We know well, not for us. Yeah, right. we know J.K. Simmons. So you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. Does that mean you're telling me or I'm? Yeah, telling I'm telling you. you. Okay. Okay, so you don't get a choice. Oh, I, okay. Uh, you're a guy. Okay, you don't get a choice on the guy. You just get a choice on the. You films. don't get a choice on either. Is it scary? Uh, do you want a choice? You want a choice on either? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you get I a choice just... on either. Hold on. Okay. Okay, so you're a guy. He was in this last movie and he that I watched and he played he played like not the the main cop with he's it wasn't Christian Bale but he was the other cop the big kind of cop okay not and the mean one no 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 but he was like the muscly guy okay you're like you're very big and then if you look at him in real life I'm like he's not that big I don't know kay. why he looked you know who I'm talking about nope okay I had to look up his name okay can you show me his picture really quick um hold on or do you want to tell me his name let and then... me tell you his name okay and then I totally oh okay Vincent D'Onofrio. No. Oh, Vincent D'Onofrio would have been so good for this one. I love Vincent D'Onofrio. Well, it wouldn't have worked because we all know who. It's got to be somebody that yeah. you kind of go, eh. I, I'm, I'm kind of stretching mine. St- Stephen Lang. Okay. Um, And now i got to find the, the movie again because. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's totally okay. Totally messed okay. you up. His name is Stephen Lang. Okay. And he's in a bunch of stuff. Okay. But he's always that guy. Like, okay. He's, like, he's always like the cop Right. Or like the army general. Okay. It's uh, it's that guy. Oh yes. Yeah, where he, I couldn't tell you anything specifically he's been in, but he's like yeah, he's that always, guy. Yeah, he's that guy. Okay, so you do get choices. Okay, I don't have to. You just pick one. No, you have choices because you complained. I, did I complain? No, two thousand nine. <laughs> okay. Or nineteen ninety five. Which one's not scary? I would say neither of them are scary. Two thousand nine. Okay. Bummer. You are not yeah, okay. watching 1995's starring Patrick Swayze. <gasps> you are not watching <gasps> Tall Tale. Oh, I love that movie. Yes. I love that movie. As Such a, a great film. <laughs> I was like, when I looked up Stephen Lang, I'm like, Stephen Lang was in Tall Tale? I love that movie. Uh, if you have not seen that film, what I, is it a Disney one? Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. It's a great film. Watch this other one is film. also on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yay. Free Two, for us. 2009. Okay. It stars another that guy. Okay. Sam Worthington. Who I love. It's on Disney+. Plus. You are watching Avatar. I'm watching Tall Tales. No, you're watching no, Avatar. I'm not. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm the mom. I can choose it if I want to. No, that's not how it works. You're okay. watching Avatar. All right. You ready? Yeah. You, my favorite guy. Is it Steven Toblowski? No. Oh, it's okay. Hector Alonso. I was going to write his name down, but I didn't want you to see my notes. Hector E. Hector E. You will see him. He's an Elizondo. older gentleman. Hector Elizondo. I love this oh, guy. Oh, it's that guy. I love this guy. Well, he's not the Tooch. Like, there's a lot of times where I think that that's Stanley Tucci. Oh, and, yeah. Like, no, in your no, brain, no. you're like, oh, it's Stanley Tucci. You go, no, it's not Stanley Tucci. No, he looks something it's like Hector Stanley. Elizondo. I was like, what? He looks nothing like Stanley oh, Tucci. Oh, my gosh. Hector okay. Elizondo is a very good dad guy, mom. Great. 1990 or 2001? 1990. Are you sure? Uh, yes, because okay. I don't trust that. No, I... They're good films, and I, if we have already don't peak. Oh, I just saw what two thousand one was. Don't peak. So if we've already watched them, you can just tell me. So two thousand and one, you did not get Princess Diaries. Yes. Nineteen ninety is Pretty Woman. I think we have done Pretty Woman. Okay, so it's Princess Diaries. I'm ninety percent sure we've done Pretty Woman because I've watched it. Okay. Yes. And then so, I watched Dad watching it couple days later and i'm pretty yes because i went on the rant about how the dude who's killing the uh the sex workers is in the beginning of the movie and no one's ever talking about that yes okay so pretty woman we already did so you get to watch princess diaries (laughs) princess diaries and avatar (laughs) (laughs) pretty much the same movie (laughs) 
Okay. It's going to be great. That's going to be weird. I hate Avatar, by the way. I absolutely hate it. I, I would rather watch Ken. So since, so since I had to switch my movie. You want to watch Tall Tale? Yes. Okay, you're watching Tall Tale. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Tall Tales? Is it Tall Tale? Or tall Tale ta- Singular. Tall Tale. To be honest. Yes. I would much rather talk about Tall Tale than I would Avatar. Great. Because ready, here's our conversation about the two hour and 45 minute movie Avatar. I know, Avatar. that's what I was thinking. It's <sighs> Fern Gully. The end. Right, it's over. It sucks. Right. So tall. So we totally switched. Who cares? Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries is what I'm watching. And Tall Tales. Tall Tales Singular. Tall Tales Mine singular. is plural. Yours is singular. Right. And I'm sure they're both on Disney+. Plus. They definitely are. If you, yours might not be, mine for sure is because I checked. Okay. Because well, we'll even when Disney Plus first launched, I was like, I don't remember why it showed up in my like things to watch. I was like, Tall Tales on here. I love it. I was good. Yeah, so that'll be, that's much better. Let's do that one. That'll yes. be fun. Tall Tale and Princess Diaries. Okay, everybody, have a great day. Okay, bye.